so what we're covering today is the national anthem. It is season one, episode one of Black Mirror. Which the show really starts off with a bang. It starts off with some pig banging, actually. Oof. So yeah, the premise of uh, <laughs> the national to, anthem. Not to tiptoe around that Just subject. in case you totally missed this episode and just wanted to hear our voices in this podcast is the prime minister wakes up and he realizes that he's in a bit of a predicament. The princess of England, of England, right? Of Britain. Uh, she's like one of the duchesses. She's yeah. not even the main one. She's not like the equivalent of like princess Kate or anything, but she, in a way she sort of is because she's loved for her charitable deeds and she's like beautiful and everything so she's probably the most loved princess but i don't think she's like a direct line of succession or anything like that okay so she's royal tay mm-hmm. and she's being held ransom and the overall plot is prime minister he's got to strip down he's got a he's got a boink and oink he's got a <laughs> he's got a bang a pig and uh so we kind of see the drama unfold as he just kind of wishy-washy Going back and forth between trying to, uh, between deciding whether or not to do it. Eventually he goes through with it. And it's kind of a disturbing first episode. I mean, when people, when people suggest Black Mirror to me, there was like, okay, the first episode is a little weird, mm-hmm. but the rest of it is kind of like a modern day Twilight Zone. So mm-hmm. this one is definitely unique out of, out of the Black Mirror series, I think. It's, it's so unique in and the kinda... emotions that it makes you feel <laughs> about, like, if you were in the prime minister's position or, like, how to actually fix a situation. It's just, like, that question, like, um, save, like, the plane, the plane morality question where it's, like, if you're a pilot and you want to save the people on your plane, but you have to, like, kill people when you land versus, like, just, like, letting your plane die. Like, mm. it's, like, one versus another. Like, how much are lives worth? And in this case, it's, it's not even a life. It's the prime minister's pride versus. It's not even his pride. It's just like his his, his ability it's to be his, yeah. his It's it's even more than dignity because if you asked um, a woman to have sex with just a man because she was forced to, that's considered rape, right? So if you're forcing this particular man to have sex with a pig, that is almost the equivalent of that. You know, it's it's forcing anyone to have sex with anyone. Right. Is in our, in what we deem as like in a moral level, one of the worst things right next to murder, right? So the murder of the princess versus forcing a man to have sex with anything. This is a little more messed up. So to go back to the kind of recap, he goes... So the first scene we get is simply the uh, prime minister waking up in bed. He's been woken up for some sort of emergency. He goes in the room with what are his kind of like cabinet members. They show him this video um, where it says that the princess is being held for ransom and that there are a bunch of conditions that he has to meet. Uh, Well, the princess actually says that he has to bang a pig and then they say that there's a bunch of conditions at the end of it and of course by the end of this scene the prime minister says to keep all of it as quiet as possible and that there's no way he's going to do it so that's kind of like setting the stage and then right from the get-go we get a quick 
we get some quick cuts to citizens around London or England um, and kind of their impression of it because it has already surfaced on YouTube. So do you think that there's some commentary? I mean, obviously there's some commentary on it, but what do you think the significance of pulling in YouTube into this? Is it trying to say something that um, maybe YouTube or like these content sharing mediums have become like out of our control? Yeah, I definitely think, I mean, this same exact, it's impossible to control when someone's posted on online because you take it down, a million more will pop up in different places once people get to copy the video. I think it's really important that they show um, normal people watching this television that is broadcasting the news and then eventually the actual act of the prime minister having sex with the pig because that is the entire point of what this is trying to bring out. It's... It's different than a lot of the other episodes where there's just fundamentally something wrong with society. Um, but this is something fundamentally wrong with the society that looks very different than our current society. But this is straight out of, this could happen tomorrow. This exact situation could happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And we wouldn't, like the scenery, the, the cinematography, everything made it seem like a modern day um, episode. But the only thing was, one person decided to make a to to to, to throw throw the situation in the wrench, and it suddenly became wrench in the situation. Wrench yeah. in the situation. So the next scene that we get is the is the kind of a media scene. So it's it's the uh, the head honcho at some news corporation, and so he's sitting around a conference room table, and they're saying that they have made a deal with the government or with the cabinet, basically, um, president's press secretary, and that they will not be showing the film. And and, uh, this uh, lady, this Indian lady, I forget her name exactly, but she was, uh, she's trying to urge them to actually run this story because it's already out on YouTube. It's Mm -hmm. already out. Everybody has pretty much access to it. And then finally, the story breaks that other news cycles are, or news companies are running it. And so the head honcho, the, uh, the guy in charge, eventually decides, okay, run the story. Um, and so obviously to, this is against, against kind of like the alliance with, with the cabinet um, and against the wishes of the prime minister, but it's just too enticing as a news organization to not run this story while their competitors are. And it's not uh, even just enticing to them. It's more so like the people, one of the lines that one of the people says, like, is this even legitimate? Oh, it's not even on legitimate news sources. I can question the legitimacy of this actual video. Like just because it's on YouTube, still like it's so, such a modern episode that sometimes we question things that are on YouTube, right? right. YouTube still isn't considered a credible news source to most of us. Um, and in this world, it wasn't as well. Um, but then the fact that like it was a real situation and it was suddenly showing up on other news sources, it made it impossible for this particular news source to, to not air it. Because then it would show that they're, it, it would take away from the credibility of the actual situation and take away from the fact that they knew what they were talking about because this is right. one of the biggest stories currently existing. Right. I mean, I think overall it kind of just, it's kind of like shows kind of a trend in reporting, which is it kind of, bri- the competition sometimes brings out the worst in mm-hmm. all of them and the fact that they report things that are sensationalist. Now, of course, I think that it should be reported 
because you know why should the government be able to keep them from reporting it in the first place you know what i mean um but i do think that that is kind of what it's trying to show is like this this force that even the news companies don't really they can't decide they're kind of subject to the the opinion of the public themselves um or like they're are a slave to what the public wants to see themselves yeah it does kind of portray the society as a, a sort of a, a self-running machine where a story happens and the news will run it and then people will react to it because everybody wants to know what's going on and naturally you post something on youtube it does, if it matters enough people are going to see it and people are going to want to share it and then it's it's the point that the artist eventually wants to make is that everybody cares so much about each other's business and um it's this machine of the news spreading something that if no one paid attention to this video, if it was just a video that was posted on YouTube, nobody believed it was real. And if the prime minister even did eventually have sex with a pig and no one watched, if no one turned on their screens, then there wouldn't be this problem in the first place. Mm -hmm. So the next scene that we see, um, basically we'll call her Barb. She's trying to work behind the, the president or the uh, prime minister's back and essentially... Um, bring in the special effects guy and say like, okay, we're going to try and fake this thing. We're going to try and come up with a way where we could use a stunt double, add the president or add the, jeez, I keep on doing it. The prime minister's head on it's top. It's all English. <laughs> I know, freaking English. Okay, so we're going to add the uh, the prime minister's head on top of this stunt double uh, slash porn star instead. And then the, the special effects guy says, no, this this can't be done. It's it's pretty difficult. Um, so that makes it seem like the chances are slim to none that this will actually work out and they'll be able to pull one over, which I like because it seems like they've covered all these loopholes that I would naturally think of mm -hmm. in a story like this. Like if they didn't address these loopholes, I would immediately think, okay, well, what about some CGI? What about um, you know, maybe even just a stunt double of the prime minister himself you could think of maybe they have access to a database of people's faces that look like him they give him some absurd reward like a billion dollars if he will copy it or something but they make a good job of kind of like going into just enough detail about how this this kidnapper is smart enough to put in um some conditions like that it's got to be shot by one person constantly moving around mm -hmm. all these things to make it kind of an airtight scenario where it's a trap um, so we see that scene, which is fairly straightforward. Um, and then we get a bunch of shots of people going about their daily lives and seeing the story break at the same time. Um, the, the junior journalist, I forget her name. We'll call her Sheila. Um, she, she is kind of trying to get into the political intern in the mm -hmm. in the press office of uh, the prime minister, and she does this by sending them some sexts, some some sexy pics. What did you think about that scene, Jenny? Yeah, I thought that part. That was just talking about what we talked about earlier with the news system. It's it's so competitive and it wants to show everything, and it's they're getting themselves in precarious positions just to be the best news source, even though it's not really necessary at this point. Um, one of the things that's really interesting about the shots of the people is that they're saying things that we would probably say, like, wow, I can't believe this is happening. Like, um, 
And yeah, most people are saying that he shouldn't do it, which I, yeah, I I guess to jump into the public opinion at the beginning, they say, no, he shouldn't. And then eventually as the time, as the deadline moves closer, there, most people are saying that he should. Mm -hmm. Um, Now that seems to be due to later on, they have like a more graphic video where Mm -hmm. they've cut off the princess's finger. Or is that just... Is that just kind of the idea that, you know, in principle, you should not give in to the demands of terrorists. But then when people get closer and closer to seeing, like, the actual, like, consequences, they're more likely to give up on their principles and go in favor of maybe the more utilitarian or the more uh, direct result. Mm -hmm. Because I could see both, I guess. Yeah, one of the things that's really interesting to me is that for at the beginning, I wasn't sure if the problem with the prime minister having sex with a pig was due to like, like for obviously for him, it was not something he would enjoy doing. But was it the psychological trauma of that happening or was it his reputation that was going to be damaged? And it seemed that once people went from oh he shouldn't do it because oh like this is bad for him this is a terrible position to put him in to like oh he should do it they were they weren't thinking about the effect this would have on him and they didn't really care of like this effect that would have in the reputation which is really interesting like if i saw someone on live television having sex with a pig i'd never see him the same again he probably wouldn't be my prime minister right i didn't i didn't think that that was particularly um like accurate like i don't Mm -hmm. think that they would people would continue having the same level of respect yeah so was it his respect that was damaged or was it was the psychological because he did after if jumping a little bit ahead like we can we can talk yeah like he he had sex with a pig and then he was throwing up in the restroom and he seemed very very traumatized right but that trauma as anyone (laughs) as anybody would but nobody was Anybody, what were people thinking, or what was he thinking, maybe primarily, when he was, like, when he was confronted with this act of having sex with a pig? It's like, oh, people are never going to see me the same, or I'm going to have trauma just doing the act itself. Right. I think, Mm -hmm. I think that it was, maybe I'm a bit more cynical, but I, my impression was that he was swayed a lot by public opinion and the way that he was perceived and so for him at the beginning um the act the idea that he would be a mockery of people because he would be having sex with a pig Mm. was kind of what he was trying to avoid i didn't see it more as like he didn't never didn't want to taint his his purity by Having sex with a pig. That makes sense. So so it wasn't about... But I think that gets interesting when you talk about the wife. Because throughout this whole thing, you basically see him get away... Not get away with it. But basically, it turns out well for him. Where the public is on his side. They're Mm -hmm. saying, okay, man, you got to do it. And as disgusting as it is, he bangs the pig. Mm -hmm. He porks the uh, pork. and, uh, (laughs) And afterwards... Uh, public opinion still on his side as it shows like afterwards his approval rating is so really high Mm -hmm. but then his relationship with his wife which is the very last part and kind of the most interesting part to me is she's not on his side yeah Yeah, it's always ruined between them why is it not the same so to me to me one side of me is saying okay this isn't particularly realistic because i feel like she would say something like 
or she would be thinking she would have a have a knowledge of kind of the the scale of what's going on mm-hmm. and say okay maybe this chick's life is more important and you just need to suck it up but on the other hand i think it's kind of a commentary on the fact that he was willing to sacrifice kind of his self-dignity for the political gains. Yeah. So you know at the end I mean? of the day, it was like yeah. everybody was actually in support. Politically, it would have helped him to have right. sex with a pig instead of not having sex with a pig. Right. Whereas at first, our very first impression was thinking politically, this would also hurt him. Personally, personally, definitely would hurt him. Politically, would also hurt him because people wouldn't see him the same. But it actually turned out that it was politically would help him because... It was him doing the right thing in everyone's eyes. Right. And personally, it hurt him because not only hurt, like his dignity as a man versus his dignity as a politician. Like as a man, his wife would never see him the same way again. And I think it's a big, I think it just shows you, given their conversation between him and his wife beforehand, it shows you that he doesn't care what she thinks of it as much as what everybody else what thinks. everybody else thinks right yep. and you could attribute that to maybe she's being selfish by thinking that i don't know maybe that that sh- that their relationship should matter more than the the princess's life but on the other hand i think that it's kind of interesting because it's like this this personal um this like inward character kind of aspect of him and she's wanting him to in a way be more principled and he's kind of what i think throwing it away for the political games or games yeah but he i i just it's a very interesting balance to think about with the political gains or losses and the personal gains or losses and personal being he was psychologically traumatized by this but he eventually gets around to it well i think his wife is like psychologically like she can never I'm guessing they don't sleep together or anything. Like, she can't sleep yeah. with him. She can't... Because he's had sex with a pig. So what does that make her if she has sex with him? So, like, mm. maybe it's that. Maybe it's because he didn't listen to her. Maybe because he just, in the process of this all, like, she she learned that he didn't actually care about what she thought and didn't say, like, honey, like, I really want to think of it. But, like, at the end of the day, too, like, his decision was made with a life on the other side. With a right. princess's life. So, like, what does a princess stand for in this situation? Does she stand for a human life? Does she stand for a human life that would make a very big impact on everybody else's lives in the country? Because everybody loves her and she would do a lot of a lot of charity work. So, like, people are, like, losing out on that. Both of those good reasons to have sex with a pig. But does she or does the princess represent a symbol of his political future? Right. right. So what is because then that's lo- a lot less so of a good reason to have right. sex with them. And I think it's the the latter because I do I do think that just the overall feel from what's happened with the prime minister throughout it is that he cares more about the political side than it than specifically the princess and her her life. If that makes sense, you know what yeah. I mean. Which could be okay. I'm not saying that that's necessarily wrong um because he could care about her more as a symbol and as something that um is good for the entire country rather than yeah it could be more than one thing rather than her life in particular right um but maybe to jump back into some specific scenes i have i thought one of the funniest moments in this was when they actually bring the porn star (laughs) to the uh studio 
and so of course as he's arriving some random guy <laughs> some random guy on the street notices of him and uh, snaps a, a picture but you see this interaction of of this uh of this porn star guy with the security guards and it is just hilarious like they just do not want to talk to this guy um and he's just kind of skeevy you know yeah. um so I, I appreciated that scene i thought that was pretty funny um but that eventually that creates the problem of the finger which right i guess it it goes to show how easy it is to turn public opinion um you just have to show them something real something like how how emotionally mm-hmm. biased it is or charged it is rather yeah, than nothing like nothing has facts. changed right, right? yeah like, she's lost finger, she's lost a tiny piece of yeah a finger yeah so nothing about the situation has changed right. why did the why did the opinion sway that much right exactly um so maybe also just kind of following the overall narrative um throughout this whole time obviously the prime minister's trying to find a way out of this trying to find a way where he does not have to make this decision and so he's trying to go after this kidnapper and yeah, makes so the he, most sense so right? he thinks he pinpoints the location of course this gets tied into our um also news company kind of side plot where um sheila she's been texting with the with the political insider intern and she figures out what location it's at and so she's trying to get there and get like news coverage of it it goes poorly she gets shot um her phone really gets destroyed. great scene yeah. really great scene of the SWAT team just like oh my just god taking her cell phone and shooting it and just said hey serves you right like you're not dead i mean that yeah. would probably be pretty yeah terrible, when they shoot her phone shot. that was pretty hilarious <laughs> but uh so they're outsmarted obviously this is just like a fake site so then you roll straight into the scenes where they tell the prime minister hey we are not gonna get this guy and you have to make this decision and so from then on it really like zooms in it zooms in on his facial expression on on this prime minister for him yeah Yeah. you're in his in his situation barb his right-hand assistant i don't think that's a real name um she sure does look like a barb though and uh barb is basically pressuring him saying the party will replace you unless you do this he sucks it up and he gets in the car and the whole way they just draw this out so long in the show probably like five or six minutes so he's in the car his wife is calling she's crying he's you see clips of different people around london or yeah England. you see people at a bar like getting excited all, like all starting with bar crawl right i mean i don't know like a lot of people probably would be in that same boat like if this happened tomorrow, like I can imagine some of my friends oh, going I'd, out to a bar I'd watch and it. watch yeah. it and be like, this is hilarious. Like, I don't know if I would say it's a half a good thing, half a bad thing. It's a bad thing in that it should like we, we will automatically gravitate towards it being a bad thing in that it is a prime minister having sex with a pig on TV. Right. And everyone wants to watch it. So well, what does that say about everyone? What do you mean? But it's yeah. also a good thing in that they're making it more lighthearted because by watching it, by support, by, by it gives to that theory that we had about this being more about his political future. Because when people watch it, they're just saying, oh, wh- whatever. He's doing a great thing by saving a well, princess's life just by having sex with a pig. Having sex with a pig, not a big deal. 
he's gonna have a great political future because nobody thinks of it as a big deal when they're watching it when the when they're watching it they're disgusted though and so it it uh they are it goes into the process of going to watch it they're taking away from it they're taking away the gravity because in part they're guilty because they watch it do you think because they're just as disgusting for wanting to in their own little way for watching it as he is for actually doing it I'm just saying, like, it's, it's just like the society right now when anybody talks about sex. We're not even talking about sex with a pig. But when people talk about it, are they just nasty? Like, are, are we pigs for talking about sex? Or are we take it, making it less of a big deal? And by being sex positive, which is a term people are using to describe people that talk about sex, like it's a very, like, natural and not a very big deal when people have sex does that support this movement of making it seem like it's actually just like something not taboo, you know, by okay. not, by, by talking about it, does that make us animals or does that make us less taboo? Gotcha. So that's the situation here is if people are watching it, are they saying this is not as big of a deal and that in that way, this prime minister can actually have a political future or are they just nasty or is this saying something about them supporting this, meaning that humankind is going to shit? Okay. Interesting. That's a hot take. But the next, as we as we zoom in on on how he's getting there, he walks into the building. Um, they hand the hand their boy just a uh, just a quick Cialis, you know, get things going. Some sort of some sort of uh, pharmaceutical. He walks in the room. Of course, they've got some nudie photos up on the wall, and there is the pig. And then we see also through the um, spectators' view, and then watching in the bar. Um, and people are disgusted. Right. And the primary view that we get once he actually gets started is the reaction of Everybody. all of the people. And they are cringing. They're pretty disgusted. Um, as as they probably should be um, at watching this, but it's still kind of a social event. They're kind of just dumbstruck at what's going on here. Um, and it lasts a while. He ends up puking afterwards. And of course, during this sequence, um, all the streets are clear. All the streets yeah, are clear. Everybody's watching their TVs. And then we get a flashback to those same streets and we see that the princess has is actually, actually been, released. been released. That's right. And we find out later that this is actually part of the grand plan. Well, not only part of the grand plan, but 30 minutes before yep. he actually does the deed. Um, and then through kind of some more news articles and or there's a flash forward rather, um, they mentioned that this is the work of an artist. Mm-hmm. Of an artist. His greatest masterpiece. His greatest masterpiece. They actually mentioned this artist really early on in the, the episode. They were, in I the background news, there is a, it was a news show, and they were talking about the last story until they got to the next story. And it was a snippet, like maybe two seconds, talking about some art gallery. Hmm. Um, and then throughout the whole episode... Um, they included the artist as one of the people's reactions. Right, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we saw that, but we weren't sure. We had no idea at that point. We had no idea he was yeah. associated. He was looking at the TV just like everybody else was. Right. He was mesmerized by it. And eventually hangs himself. Eventually and, hangs yeah. himself in that very room that we saw him watching the TV in with his finger disappeared. Right. And so obviously that's the clue. And we piece later that, that he actually cut off his own finger mm-hmm. for that 
for that effect. And uh, so maybe to isolate this artist component, this is the this is as artsy as it gets, I mm. think, because and I think that you'll see more abstract versions of art uh, like this as you get as we move forward because um, what is what is the product what is what is it that this artist has produced this situation that gets more to the core of the nature of humanity and then also a human or a leader's interaction with society and so I think that um, I I think that to characterize it as art rather is to characterize it as art is a is very interesting um and for that to be his motive is it's almost like a joker-esque mm-hmm. if you think of batman yeah. uh dark knight yeah where he's trying to outsmart everyone the joker or this this artist isn't really out for something in particular not something not something solely for gain but he's trying to make a point about human nature mm-hmm. um or at least he's making ex- many points. Ex- right. That, I don't think he's he has one point in particular. Right. I th- I think that there's a lot that he's trying to make out of it, and I think there's a lot of layers. Whether it's the private versus, versus public interaction of the president, the private versus public dignity, the relationship with the press, and the the na- the fact that everything goes so viral. Um, I think there's a lot of things that are smartly connected by him, which point to a lot of interesting trends in society, and then also kind of examine, you know, one person's dilemma and how we weigh different choices, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think it's less artwork, because artwork, well, I guess it is artwork, so it, it depends. Like, some people, they go about things knowing what the end result is, but in this case, it was like he was creating an experiment, putting the entire country and the prime minister, the two main parties in this case, mm-hmm. putting them in this experiment and seeing what happens. So the prime minister is a like unanswerable question, right? He can't find the, the person that has kidnapped the princess. Um, he can't control his political future in this case. He can't control his own personal dignity. Everybody else is just malleable in terms of what they think, just based off the evidence they're provided, particularly by the press, who have their own agenda as well. So he, he, isn't, he isn't saying something, because to say something means he know, needs to know what those words are that he's about to say. He's putting everyone in a very difficult position where they have to expose their true nature. So the prime minister wants his political future. Like He got to be prime minister this way, right? Everybody just wants to know what to think, and they want to know what to think based off what the news is going to tell them. The news wants to be competitive. They don't want to be that the, the, the one that's behind. Everybody right. else is broadcasting it. They're not. So everybody have their intentions, but in this case, all these intentions sort of, like, they can't be that. So the prime minister can't have a good political future and have his wife love him and his personal dignity and not have to fuck a pig. It's, it's mas- making you know? people make... They have decisions. to make their decisions. Right. Okay. Um, I agree. I think that it was a perfect example of art, though. A dark and maybe evil yeah, display of art. Yeah, I guess that makes art. it art. Yeah. But, but I would say that the point of art is still covered, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like 
and I, I just like the way that they characterize, they didn't, this story would be different if this was a terrorist action that was trying to just, you know, make the prime minister do this on TV just as a um, entertainment or a threatening thing or just an anarchist thing to do. But the fact that this is like an artist trying to make a statement makes it a little different, I think. So then we get to um, basically the flash forward where his, his approval rating is still good. The princess is doing well. They recap that this was actually an artistic or an artistic, a Expression. work of art, I yeah. guess. And then we see the very final scene is the falling out between him and his wife, um, which I think we've covered a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um what would you say overall, If do you have any more takeaways from kind of the overall theme of this episode? I thought it was a little bit more, um, not abstract, but kind of more, in a way it was like encompassed a lot of different themes rather than really, as we'll see later in the series, kind of isolating on maybe one theme mm-hmm. or technology in particular. This was much more contemporary, um, and I think it was making a lot of points at the same time. Yeah, I think it was addressing a lot of problems at the same time, um, just like we've been talking about just multiple parties and their different intentions mm-hmm. and how those are conflicting and how like even though you're making a decision, you have four decisions to make, or four choices to make and you have to make one decision it doesn't necessarily mean that was the one decision you wanted to make there you also wanted to make every other decision it's just you got to weigh those and apparently this was based off a true story with uh the prime ex-prime minister cameron with apparently one of his uh hazing rituals when he was in college was he had to um put his member inside the mouth of a dead pig as a hazing ritual so apparently this is like a cheeky poke mm. poke at fun at him it's probably an inspiration yeah it's I also think... probably why it wasn't like as understandable to like it's just a strange random kind of episode like when you talk to someone it's kind of off-putting how how out of the box not out of the box but how aggressive this episode is right at the beginning whereas i think if you understood that reference it would be a lot more um pointed and not as random if that makes sense i thought it was a very elegant way to tie together a lot of these problems that that black mirror likes to address problems that are that like this this i already said this a few times but this could happen tomorrow right and what are we going to do if this is a situation it it played out realistically i think played out very besides him keeping Besides him keeping popularity, I feel like that would people's image. I believe would decrease. Yeah, but who knows, right? But like, who knows? They could. Yeah. It could very well be as it played out because in the show. Just like the people understood there, and just like we understand that the prime minister had to do what he had to do. Right. Just because we saw a perception of oh, we had an idea of him, what he looked like, having sex with a pig doesn't necessarily mean that's going to take away too much. Right. And I think Black Mirror does this really well in the in every single episode is leave us with a very bittersweet ending where yes we're happy for the prime minister his political ratings are still high but there's still this still the shadow of his relationship with his wife yeah exactly and not just that it's the how the entire thing had to happen right? right how how the artist was able to get away with this deed right and 
he's an artist like no he's one's an artist no one's calling him a a murderer <laughs> i mean he didn't even murder anyone but yeah no one's calling him a rapist because in a way it is he put him he put the prime minister in a situation that was equivalent to rape it's like blackmail rape yeah so yeah. he's an artist imagine if this was you know? obama though isn't actually this, bill clinton problem though like is bill- it isn't it bittersweet that even though everything turned out well, we notice all these problems, all these, if we were to be put in this situation in the near future, this could play out exactly the same way this did and we can't do anything about it. Right. I, I, very bittersweet. Very bittersweet. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more playful on this episode, but as we will see, a very common theme on Black Mirror is this bittersweetness and kind of... Something good, um, or something very bad, rather, wrapped in something on the outside very good. Especially new technology and its negative impact on our lives. Okay, well, I think that will be it for our first episode. Thank you very much for listening. Have a good night. Or day. Or whatever time you're listening to this. Yeah. Go fuck some pigs. (laughs)